The following podcast may contain language and subject matter not suitable for all ages or everyone. If you don't like what you're listening to, please press stop. In this episode of the Changwana Podcast. Today, we're going to look at your go-to methods of finishing those classes where you finish the book or your lesson plan and you look at the clock and you still think, oh God, there's 10 minutes left in this class. Do you think it's better having a scooter or a car in Korea? Or do you think it's just just using the bus is the best way of getting around? So today we're going to look at our top five things that we liked about BK House the most, considering that it just closed down. You're, 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 you're tuned in to the Changwaner, the social media podcast for Changwon City, South Korea. With your host, Scott and Welcome to another episode of the Changwaner Podcast. Once again, I'm Scott, one of the hosts, and I'm joined with D.D. How's it going? Not bad, man. Enjoying the, the time off for the holiday? Yeah. Yeah. So this week, we're going to be trying a few new things and doing things a little different. Uh, we're kind of homeless right now in terms of a podcast. So uh, I heard that that might be changed, which we'll uh, see. We'll see. But uh, anyway, that's hence right now the lack of guests. So uh, when we get a regular place to do this and easier for guests to get to, we'll uh, get back to having guests on the show. Yeah, it's kind of like the it's a, it's a new time. So it was the new year uh, yesterday. So it is the year of the is it the red monkey or uh, the pink the monkey, monkey? I don't know. I didn't know there was different colors. I didn't know either, but I saw somewhere that there is a color, and we are in the year of the monkey, saying goodbye to the year of the ram. Yeah. I know, I know so, it's monkey, but whether it's yeah. pink monkey or whatever, I have no idea. It's a ra- and for all potents and purposes, it's a rainbow fucking monkey. But uh, that's a good thing that we got a new, we got a new show. Uh, we got new things to do, new things to say. So that, that kind of falls along with the new year, right? Yeah. So uh, we're going to start off with a new useful word or phrase in Korean that maybe... Uh, yeah, that's gets good. So uh, yeah, so there's a lot of teachers that, uh, that are just getting to Korea that have listened to this podcast and a lot of teachers that want to come here. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start off with the phrase, how much is it? Which is what, Scott? Omayo. 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 Yeah. It kind of sounds like a, like an R pronunciation, like Olmayo. So my pronunciation is not the greatest, but it doesn't sound like uh, it does sound like it's got like an R in it. And there's a couple of different ways of saying it. I mean, you can just say Olma, maybe. Yeah, Olma. But, uh, but yeah, the politeful the politeful way to say it is with the yo at the end. That's uh, that's Olmayo. Oh, you could yeah, you can say Olmaymika. Uh, is, is the super polite form uh, when you're talking to somebody that you don't know or somebody that's older than you. You can use that phrase when you're buying uh, beer, when you're buying anything in a market. Yeah, so uh, I guess before you actually get that down pat, maybe you should learn the num- number system too, though. Right, right, right. But, so uh, uh, We're not going to get into how to count in Korean. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. something that you should pick up on your own. Yeah, probably in the in the in the future, Scott, it would be a good idea maybe to get actually a Korean in on the podcast sometime that would actually uh, teach us a couple of phrases or new things on the uh, as a podcast. Yeah, that would be a pretty good idea. Yeah, get into some yeah. language a bit again. We kind of did, yeah, did it one time, but 
yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely be better that way. Yeah, I obviously, think so. Obviously, uh, we pronounce things, everything wrong pretty much anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. I was going to say we probably butcher things quite a quite a bit too. So there's I probably know, some. I do, so. I, I, well, it's just so you know. I read a quote the other day. It's when something <laughs> like somebody who speaks with a foreign language is somebody that's very brave. Did I say that right? Somebody who speaks with an accent is <laughs> someone who's very brave. I drank a lot of uh, sake or, or, or yesterday, so my mind is a bit hazy right now. Oh yeah, sake. yeah, yeah. It was like uh, was it? it was definitely the new year for all intents and purposes. Uh, was, yeah, was it the warm sake or the the regular? No, 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 no. It was just straight up, just uh, chilled, chilled sake. Actually, you know. Uh, might have been shochu, which is different. That's on the rocks. Anyways, uh, so, so first, we got a couple new. Th- yeah, let's first. Uh, maybe we're going to take a look back at the last week or two of things that went on here or anywhere in the world. So uh, let's get into that. What so, happened? Well, what did I miss? It, it, it's the week's recap on the Chong Wonder Podcast. All right, so. Uh, the past couple of weeks, there's been a few things that happened locally. Yeah, it's the end of an era. BK House is closing. Yeah, it is closed now, actually, right? Yeah. So, uh, but it, you know, BK is not uh, out and out, out and down and out. She is. Uh, she will be back. She's going to open her place as a Korean style restaurant now. Yeah, I've. Yeah, she's going to open something anyway. I've heard a couple of different things. Re- yeah, she is gonna Korean bar type thing. Who knows? Yeah, she's gonna do like some spicy foods and some some anju and, and soju kind of place. But uh, no, it's good for her. It'll be a little, you know. She's uh, she always says uh, she wants easy life. I think that's an easy life for her. Yeah, possibly. I've never known the restaurant business to be an easy life. Neither have I. I worked in the restaurant business for like 10, 10, 12 years, something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy, but it is fun. And some other things that happened, obviously, in the States, they had the Super Bowl, which was uh, yesterday. Yeah, proud of, of a, a really uh, boring game from what I heard. I didn't watch it, but I'm just listening to the what my, my friends and everybody say to me. Yeah, boring, boring and uneventful, but... Uh, the Denver Broncos won, yeah. Yeah. Uh, spoilers, yeah, Denver Broncos. <laughs> but, uh, I haven't watched the Super Bowl in quite a long time. I mean, my team's always been so bad that I kind of stopped watching football together. Well, I'm from Cincinnati, uh, and the Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals have not been in the Super Bowl, I think, since, two th- or since 1990. I think it's been... 26 years, I think, since they've been in the Super Bowl. So I'm not really a football fan anymore either. Since moving over here to Korea, I've lost all touch with any sort of American-style sport. Uh, You know, me, I'm big into MMA, but uh, that's about it. Mm. Everything else, uh, sports-wise, if I even mention anything about sports, I'm pretty much just regurgitating something that somebody else said. Was the uh, just a little more recap? Was the Cincinnati Bengals the team in the eighties that played Chicago in the Super Bowl? Oh, when they had the refrigerator Perry and the Icky Shuffle and uh, Icky Shuffle was uh, kind of like uh, yeah, it, it was sort of late eighties and early nineties. Like the nineties is when 
1990 was when the Icky Shuffle was at its height because uh, San Francisco, that was San Francisco, Cincinnati, I believe, I do believe. In the 80s, um, I am uh, not quite sure because this was uh, this was more than half my life ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm looking it up right now. Anyway, I don't usually watch the Super Bowl anymore, but I do like to check out the movie trailers and some of the TV spots afterwards. You know, I usually just watch them online. But did, yeah, did you see any of the new movie trailers? I did. I saw. Yeah, man, I watched the new Jason Bourne one. I'm pretty damn excited about that. Yeah, I would say that was probably the one that looked the best to me in, ter- in terms of the Super Bowl spots anyway. Yeah, I I, I think so. And I watched uh, I watched the one for the new uh, Captain America Civil War. Yeah. They finally show Black Panther, at least the image of him, the side view of him, which is cool. Yeah. Um, and I watched uh, TV spot for the Apocalypse, uh, X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah, that actually looks pretty cool, but I'm just not into X-Men anymore. The one that I thought uh, I'm, it's just a reach for me is that uh, that new Gerard Butler movie, Gods of Egypt, I think it's called. Uh, yeah. What is it called? Something like that, yeah, Gods of Egypt. And that just, to me, that, that looks too CGI and uh, it looks like a, a, a possibly a, um, uh, what was that? Pompeii. Pompeii was the one that was so terrible. Oh, I never saw that one, actually. Yeah, but, that was... Uh, that was there was also one for Ten Cloverfield Road. Uh, I didn't quick, see that. I I didn't clip. watch that. Kind of gave a yeah. little more of what's going on, but not much. You know, it was pretty okay. fast. Okay. Uh, I I didn't see. I didn't. I know there there was one for uh, the new uh, Alice in Wonderland movie. I, I didn't. I didn't. I, didn't either. I don't care. For I, that I movie. did not watch that one. Yeah, I didn't care care much for that. And but a, um, there was a couple. Uh, TV spots for Superman or Batman v Superman, but there are more commercials. You see those too? No, no, I missed those. I didn't get a chance to watch they those for Turkish Airlines. Oh, really? So they did a Turkish Airline for Gotham City and a Turkish Airline commercial for Metropolis. Oh, that's funny because I, I know they did one with uh, the Hulk and Ant Man for the last. That was, a, uh, was it last Coca Cola or last Coca Cola commercial? I think yeah. Yeah, and they did one. I think Ronda Rousey was actually in a Bud Light commercial. Mm, I didn't see. Did you see this one? I, no, I haven't actually watched any of the regular TV commercials. I only tried to watch the trailers. Oh, the one where she's in a, in a TV commercial is hilarious because uh, it was with Seth Rogen and uh, I can't think of the name of the new com- uh, the comic. Uh, Amy, not Amy Poehler, but a another comic from Saturday. I think from Saturday Night Live. Okay, but it's it's funny. You got to watch it, man. Right. Uh, there's a, there's a part in there that's it's everybody's been asking the same question like when is Ronda Rousey going to fight again? And when what she says is really funny. Was it a commercial but, uh, or like a commercial or was it a promo for? Their upcoming movie. Uh, no, no, no. It was a, it was a commercial. Okay. Yeah, I didn't check out any of the commercials, but uh, just the trailers. I know uh, I was hoping for a Rogue One commercial, but didn't get one. Ah, uh, yeah. At least at least the spoiler. Uh, not the spoiler. At least the um uh the the little teaser that they have. Yeah. Yeah. The Death Star. Anything. But one that I did saw, see that I actually think looks really good is was uh, the Jungle Book. 
Oh yeah, that looks that looks pretty good, man. That was um, a, I, a movie I really enjoyed when I was a little kid. Uh, same, same. I was just gonna say that was the one movie I watched over and over in my, in my VHS collection, uh, over and over the Disney movie. I Talking had, the Disney movie, right? I don't. Yeah, I don't think there's ever the Disney, a live adaptation. The Disney movie. Uh, there's been a couple, I think, but they're really shitty. But the Disney animated version, yeah, was something I loved as a kid. I had a. Yeah. I used to have a, you know, one of those toy record players for forty fives. I think they were. Oh yeah, yeah. I had so one of those had, made all made out of plastic. Yeah, I had a the Jungle Book book that had the forty five record. And yeah, would, yeah, yeah. You know, play part of it, and then when you hear this sound, you turn the page type thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I had so, those too. I used to listen to the Bear Necessities over and over again in my room. Yeah, well, jumping on my bed and kicking, my, yeah. kicking my brother or something like that. You know, uh, used to pump, well, speak, pump me up. Speaking of, um, not to cut you off, Scott, but I was just, I was just looking at my notes here. Speaking of, we just had a pretty big celebrity that came on Korean TV. Just this past week. Oh yeah, that was uh, Jack Black was here promoting uh, Kung Fu Panda. I think Kung Fu. Panda I think three. so. It's yeah. I went to I went to City Seven today to to check out what the, what's going on with the movies, and there were probably seven theaters that were showing Kung Fu Panda, mm-hmm. uh, an, an insane amount. But uh, he was on. What was it called? Infinity Challenge. Infinity Challenge. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've never. I didn't watch, so I don't. I can't even comment on what he did or didn't do. But I just seen an image of it on on uh, the news somewhere about it. He did a, quite a few silly little game sketches. You know, that's pretty much what the show is about. And obviously, that's his type of character. So they had a a thing where they had pantyhose, you know, tied up to a pole. Uh huh. And they, him and another guy, had to put the pantyhose over the pantyhose on his. On his head, I did see that image. Yeah, and then I did they had see to that. Run forward to a candle, and the first one that could blow the candle out, <laughs> one type thing. But obviously, um, he made funny faces. He did look like a Lego, like a Lego. Guy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Isn't there? Isn't there a movie where he actually did put pantyhose on his head like that? I imagine so. I don't know. I can't remember all of his movies. I know he's yeah. been in quite a few movies that were you know, smaller role type thing for him. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, right. Go, going other, all the way back to the other thing. Yeah, I saw he had headphones on and they would play like a famous Korean pop song, current pop song. And he had, to uh, don't of, tell me he got some of that. He had to mimic it. So it was just him like singing what he was listening to. Oh, uh, okay. That'd be same, kind of funny. at the same time. And everybody, yeah. everybody else in the show had to guess what song it was. Oh yeah, that'd be kind of funny because uh, any any foreigner that tries to, uh, to tries to uh, recall what of, of what Korean pop artists singing that's pretty yeah. hilarious. So I I do that. Kind of make, totally he was awful. making the sounds as he was listening <laughs> type thing. So uh huh, it was all right and some funny yeah. things, you know. He's an active uh-huh. active co- comedian, you know. Right, right. One of those old. I haven't school, seen him. Kind of. I haven't seen him though. Jump around comics. You're right. Yeah. Well, so uh, yesterday was the holiday. Yeah. Was the New Year holiday. So as we talked about before, it's the year of the monkey. Did you do anything or did you just hang out or what? Uh, yesterday I stayed home because I figured there wasn't much going on and uh, I had some work to do and some stuff that we might announce sometime soon, but maybe not today. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I watched some of the Super Bowl trailers. Another one that I just want to mention that was kind of funny was uh, Deadpool. 
Yeah, Deadpool. The whole marketing campaign for Deadpool is amazing, man. And uh, a show that I watch almost every day on Collider videos, those guys all saw the movie the other night. Oh, and, yeah. they uh, get Actually, Collider gave it a B plus. Really? It might not yeah, they gave the same it, guys because uh, the guys I watch, like on Movie Talk and stuff like that, it was one of the best movies they saw. Even uh, the main guy that does the show, he liked it better than The Force Awakens. Oh, really? And it's only the seventh movie that he's ever given a 10 out of 10. Really? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> all the main guys on those shows all love the movie. They were did all- you, you know, we're talking about the marketing campaign, right? That's going on. Yeah. Uh, did you see that there's, there was a, like, a change.org uh, petition for, because uh, some kid wanted to see, uh, you know, the Deadpool movie. So he wanted a PG-13 cut. Oh, yeah. So there was, you know, Deadpool, the marketing campaign is fantastic. So Deadpool sends out this, uh, this tweet or something to this kid in response to this petition on change.org. Like, mm. sorry, kid, this is a movie only for adults. Fuck you and your mom. Mm. Have a good day. Something like that. Yeah. It's <laughs> definitely not a movie that I've heard that can be cut down anyway. No, oh my god, man! I'm 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 really excited about this movie. I never read the comic. I only got into Deadpool when he started crossing over with some of the Wolverine comics, and uh, obviously with what what's gone on with the Marvel universe in the past uh, ten years or so. Yeah. Um, I'm so stoked for this movie. I don't particularly like Ryan Reynolds um, no, I'm not as a big actor fan of his either. But he, he's done a couple movies that I did enjoy, but yeah, I'm not a big fan of his. Yeah, but I think as far as I mean, did you ever see uh, Blade Three? He was in Blade Three, and it looked. I mean, if you if you look back about what he what the kind of character he was, it's almost as if Deadpool was in the movie Blade Three. So looking back at that, his little loudmouth persona he had going on in that movie, yeah. if he can cross that over to Deadpool, it doesn't work for Blade, obviously, but it's got to work for Deadpool because I mean that's. That's who Deadpool is, just a, a loud mouth merc. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm totally excited for this. And it comes out next week here in Korea. Yeah, it comes out a week later, which kind of scares me whether or not they're going to edit it a bit, cut some things. They through. probably will. I mean, the graphic um, headshots and stuff like that. It's supposedly over-the-top graphically violent. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that they're going to edit it so it might be an idea to watch it in the movie theater and then download it and see or watch not that we not that, yeah not that we like uh you know are an advocate of downloading but uh, yeah. uh anyway well, so anyway that's the uh recap of you know the last week or so so uh oh, we did have one more thing scott one more thing yeah. north korea launched a missile yeah well they've done yeah. that a few times since i've been here yeah so I I'm actually did meet a teacher over the weekend, and they were a little bit concerned about that. And to anybody that actually is out there that's thinking of coming to Korea, this is nothing new. This is nothing to really bat an eye about. This is just some little punk dictator flexing his muscles, which aren't very big, to the world, just so he can get some more oil from, from China and a little bit more aid from America. He's done it before. He'll probably do it again. It doesn't mean that we're going to go to war. Actually, I don't even know if missile is the correct term 
because satellite they claim to be a satellite so technically yeah. anyway technically they launched a rocket yeah a long and it wasn't the here's the thing it wasn't even uh intercepted it, it flew over uh japanese airspace in okinawa and it wasn't even intercepted by any uh interceptor missiles that uh could take those long-range ones down so that to me still says um you know not a problem I believe so, that was that was Sunday morning. I believe last uh, night. I think so. Possibly, I yeah. think so. You know, th- this is this is like Koreans don't even really care if North Korea, South Koreans don't care if North Korea does anything anymore, even if it makes the international news. South Koreans are so, uh, what? There's just they have no response, emotionless to this, uh, this guy that. Yeah, he's just a he's just a bully, and they don't really even care about it anymore. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I didn't even blink an eye at it, but you never know, you know. It's not yeah. saying don't be cautious, but I've seen a, it, a lot of things over my years here. So. Yeah, and and the first year, first year I came here, they had a, a nuclear missile test underneath the ground, and I, I thought, oh my god, this is, but it doesn't mean jack shit. And and for anybody that's listening to this outside of Korea that's thinking about coming here, buy your plane ticket and get over here. Because if not, you're going to miss a really great country. Yeah. I remember my first year here being scared, but not not from anything like that. You know how they do the uh, the monthly, uh, what are they called, uh, air raid test thing? Yeah, there's the, the military drills through the yeah. streets and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was walking, I think I'd just been here about a week or so. And I was walking in Hapsondong, and the air siren went off. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, military guys with guns were coming out of nowhere, and people were going to the underground. And I was just like, yeah. I didn't know it was, you know, a monthly test thing, so it kind of freaked me out. Yeah, that happens. It, it goes on every Wednesday. Sometimes it holds up traffic. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, you know, it's it's a quite a normal part of Korea. Yeah. So anyway, that's the look back and recap. We're going to try something else new here. We're going to do something that we're going to call Triple T. Triple T time. It's the Tongwana's tips, tricks, and techniques to living and working a happier life in Korea. Okay, so in this segment of the show, we're going to give our tips, tricks, and techniques to living and working a happier life in Korea. Today, we're going to look at your go-to methods of finishing those classes where you finish the book or your lesson plan, and you look at the clock, and you still think, oh, God, there's 10 minutes left in this class. So, Scott, uh-huh. you've had this happen to you, I'm sure, many times. Yeah. you got 10 minutes left in your class. What do you do? Yeah, if I've already done everything I was supposed to do and you know, going a bit too fast, uh, there's a few things. I mean, there's always the go-to a lot of people like to do like hangman and shit like that, you know, on the boards or a couple other typical games. A couple things that I like to do is sometimes I can uh, give them the alphabet so they use their notebook. So they got to put A to Z down, straight down in their notebook. And depending on the level, I'll be like, all right, you have to write two words that begin with each letter. And the first one finishes wins. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's good. I mean, that we can. We've got a lot of uh, things. Games. Have you ever played a telephone game with your kids? Uh, possibly, but what's your version of it? 
Telephone game is if you have a class, say, let's say five, six students, Mm -hmm. you put one student outside and then you whisper in. So uh, let's say you have six students. You put one student outside. You've got five students remaining inside the classroom. So you whisper a word into one of the students' ears and then they've got to whisper the same word into the ear of another student. And it goes down the line until it gets to the last student. So then when that happens... You bring the uh, the sixth person that's outside in, and the fifth person whispers then to the sixth student, and the sixth student says the word. And obviously, uh, if your students uh, are on the ball, that word will be the same, but it always uh, goes pear-shaped, and then at the end of it, you get some yeah. sort of funny word. Yeah, I've heard that, that game has been played in many different places with many different names. So uh, Yeah. Yeah, and another one... I, sometimes I'll just write, you know, a phrase or like today is Tuesday on the board, and the kids just got to make as many words as they can with just the letters in that phrase. Oh yeah, that's cool. I, I do that for the word refrigerator because it has so many letters. Mm. I usually put a little short sentence or something on the board, but uh, I'm not okay. Sure. Yeah, there's a name for that. I'm not sure what it's called. So. Uh, I like to do uh, the this kind of the spelling game where I the two sides have teams, and uh, if you this is obviously this is with a group of students. If you have one or two students, uh, you you have to modify your games to to accommodate for these students. But I have uh, uh, two two groups of students, um, and uh, I send one student up to the board, and I uh, tell the students to one group to either write a word or I write a word for the group on the board and the student has his back to the whiteboard, the group of students have to spell the word and then the student who has his back to the whiteboard has to uh, guess what the word is by the spelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that game called uh, like speed game or something like that. Something similar anyway. Yeah. So... Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, there's uh, there's another uh, the one that I'm having success with right now with my students because they're uh, they're all at a higher level is um, if you are, have any access to any sort of picture cards or even if you print something off from the uh, the internet uh, and you write down what the the card is say you print off a picture of a desk so the kids have to. Exp- uh, one kid that we play it is called Indian Poker I, uh, is the name of it. So, kid holds the card to their head, and all the other students can see the card, and they have to explain to the student without saying desk. So, yeah. one student says a a place you can write, and the student who has the card says uh, at your house, and then the, another student says, okay, uh, you sit at it, and then the student might say, okay, desk, and then they get the card. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that game. So there's pretty much usually always comes down to games and stuff. Sometimes I do a little bit of review, you know, go back to other pages or give a quick pop quiz or something like that. But I guess the best one I do is uh, I usually tell the kids, you know, okay, we got 10 minutes, so we're going to play a game. It's called Put Your Head Down on the Desk and Shut Up for 10 Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, whoever doesn't move or say a word wins. No, not really. Don't really do that. 
As for new teachers that come in, I always recommend that you, you, you know, you don't want to play a 50 minute game and you don't want to play a two minute game, but uh, 10 minutes is a, is a fair amount of time to, to play a game. I always try and keep it English uh, related. Uh, sometimes uh, it could be just uh, heads down, seven up. Have, have you ever played that, Scott? Uh, yep. Heads down, seven yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, so you have a, a group of students, and there might be four students at the board and four students with their head down, and each student has to go and they tap another student on the head, and then the students pick their heads up and they have to guess which student had tapped them on the head. If they guess right, then they, they switch chairs. If they don't guess, then this, the other students stay up there. And there's a lot of schools and a lot of books out there that seem very vague. So uh, <clears throat> the average, you know... If you're new or, you know, just started teaching here, you usually get a book and you're told to do uh, anywhere two or three pages of the book, a class type thing. And obviously some of the beginner classes are quite vague, like phonics and stuff like that. So uh, over my years, I've learned to take two pages with just, you know, a few vocabulary words on it, you know, just images, but I can drag it out into a whole class just by... Just remember, you can always ask kids questions about, you know, who who's wearing this color shirt or what color is this or what shape is that, you know. So it's easy to drag. I can pretty much drag any type of book into whatever time period I have and make it fun. I, yeah, I, I had a record for myself when I was teaching. I was teaching five-year-old Korean students, which would actually be four years old. I went the entire class with just saying one phrase and i believe it was like it's a fox yeah and i went i went 30 minutes just just saying it's a fox what um uh, making facial expressions what did the repeating fox say? it in different uh, what did the fox say uh one thing that um is a good way to drag uh, lessons like this out is you try to get the kids to say the phrase in as many different types of voices as you can for example, robot voice. So you get the kids to hold their nose and they speak with robot voice. I've done it with King Kong voice, frog voice, elephant voice, bear voice, girl voice, grandma voice, grandpa yeah. voice. Girls so, have to sound like boys. Boys have to sound like girls. Yeah. yeah, it's a great way to get the kids to practice the phrase over and over again, as well as dragging, like you say, dragging the class out uh, with that two pages. Because you're right. I mean, some of those phonics books... They only have maybe four or five vocabulary words on them with maybe even two different uh, phonics sounds, and you've got to make a whole lesson out of that. Yeah. For any new teacher coming in, that's a lot. And for any new teacher coming in, try to talk as little as possible. Don't sit up there and talk, talk, talk. You don't want to do that. That's, that's the greatest way to have a failed class. And remember to talk slowly, which I do. All the time now, unfortunately. Uh, you know, uh, somebody once said, the slower I talk, the less comes out of my mouth, and I agree with that. So uh, for me, uh, I do too. Anyway, all right, so uh, that was our triple T, and now we're going to get into some birthdays and shout-outs. It's time for your birthday wishes, shout-outs, and announcements on the Chang Warner Podcast. All right, we got a couple birthdays from the past week or so anyway. On February 6th, we had Mr. Brian Lucas, who celebrated his birthday back home in the States. We had him on the show not too long ago, a few episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, 
Do you remember what episode it was? It was like 22, 23? Uh, it was uh, just before New Year's, as in the actual New Year's. So just before January 1st, I believe. Maybe the week or so before that. He was here visiting, right? So Yeah. It was around that time. And we have Jason Brabson, who Big J used to live. He, you know, he lived in Korea a long time, probably as long. Twelve as years, I've been I think. Quite a while, something like that. Yeah, but he's, he's out. back in the states, right? Living yeah, he's back, back in the there. states. He's got a sweet ass new new car, man. He's doing well for himself. It looks like so. Happy birthday, guys! And yeah, hopefully we might have him on the show in the coming future once we get all the Skype stuff worked out. Yeah, that'd be cool. And Dee, do you have anybody? Just a friend of mine from uh, from Busan, uh, Dimple, uh, as her, as she's known as, Dancing Girl. She is going to be a year older this week. Happy birthday to you, Dimple. Cool. So uh, now we're going to try something else out new, you know, that we occasionally get the odd question via email or something like that. Yeah, and this, these are the ones you you reply to these ones, but we're going to bring them up. Uh, these are the ones you've gotten over the, the past few uh, few weeks, right? Yeah, it's been actually maybe longer. So let's get into uh, what we're calling your questions. Did you really want to know? That's right. It's time for your questions on the Chong Warner Podcast. Okay, so question number one. Uh, this is from a girl named Stacy, and she has written to us with a question. What are our favorite Korean movies and any movies that we would recommend? Um, if I answer first here, I'd have to say that the number one Korean movie that anybody should watch, it has been remade into an American movie. It is American movie is not as good. I'd have to go with Old Boy. That is like the godfather of the Korean movies. It is so well done, and it is a pure revenge flick that is not to disappoint. But you can't watch it if you've got a weak stomach or a faint heart because there's some stuff in there that blow your mind away. That's actually a Japanese story, though. So yeah, it was, come, came it, from Japan. I think the first movie version was by Korea, though. Yeah, did you actually um, uh, hear the story about this, about how it came here? Uh, so it actually, I've heard a couple it, things, but yeah. There was never any sort of, uh, this was a Japanese manga story, <laughs> a Japanese comic story. So the Koreans actually, you know, which Korea is very good at doing, is taking the, uh, this story from Japan without asking, rewriting it and, and making it its own movie version, and then... They put it out there, and when Japan started to make a fuss about it, they closed down the production company, everybody vacated, and you couldn't find anybody to be responsible for what they put out, which is a, clearly a, a classic now in Korean cinema. You're right. And the main, the main actor in that movie is actually in a few movies that I liked. He's probably one of my favorite Korean actors. But I haven't seen any... Korean movies of late. I haven't watched any since I first came to Korea, but my go-to movies are Chingu, which means friend, which came out probably the early 2000s. Maybe earlier, I'm not sure. Uh, Teguki. Yeah, that's good. Which is the Korean flag. It's kind of a war movie. And uh, more recent 
I saw the devil. I, I believe it was called. I saw the devil. Had the and same, I think the the same guy who same was in guy from Old Boy. Yeah, right. He was in that one, which is supposed to be he's supposed to be a serial killer. I think. Yeah, he's a serial killer. So. Yeah, my one of my favorites too is another one called Ajashi, uh, which is is pretty much the Korean's version of the movie Taken with Liam Neeson. So in the movie, uh, some some girl that he knows, it's a, like a neighbor girl that he kind of looks after, um, was kidnapped, and so he goes and uh, on the rampage to find out how and and who took her and to bring her back. Yeah. So those are a few movies, you know, I don't actually don't get to watch that many Korean movies. I might now more because of uh, Netflix getting here and having some Korean TV shows and movies on there with English subtitles might be a little easier and more interesting. Right. So uh, let's get on to the next question. We have Jackson writes, this has seemed to be a very cold winter here in Korea. Is this the coldest winter that you've experienced here, or do you recall any colder winters, you know, other than this year? Oh, Jackson, my man, this is a mild winter. Yeah, I don't, this is nothing. Uh, there's a couple cold days. Obviously, I never find it that cold every year here because of no. you know, places I've lived. But yeah. Yeah, you're right. There are a couple cold days, but not like a, it was like a few years ago um, where it was cold, the the the, the nipple biting cold on weeks on end. Okay, usually there's like a couple weeks in January where it's really really cold. I think there's only been a, a few days, or maybe even maybe a little a bit week. less than a we, week. We had a week here, so that was kind of cold, but. Yeah, but no, there's there was a time a few years ago where it was much colder and for a longer time. And Korea is just starting to get a little bit uppity on this where they're getting a little bit better heating systems in the classrooms especially. Mm. Um, I don't know about you, Scott, but I had a jacket once catch on fire because it got too close to one of those space heaters. Yeah, I kind of stopped using those because uh, I tend to fall asleep more now. If I'm just watching TV or something like that, if I pass out, I don't like having those things on. So Yeah, but nothing can compare to floor heating. That's the best. I'm not a big fan of it and don't like it. Really? I can't get, oh, man. I can't get that exact temperature I like. It's either it's too cold or it's like I'm just walking around on a frying pan. Oh, uh, well. I, I I quite like uh, turning the floor heating on and then laying on the floor and 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 watching TV or something like that. That that feels really good to me. Yeah, my cats definitely like it. You know, every time I have the floor heating on, they're passing on the floor. Maybe it's too hot for them and they're just passed out. But uh, either way, animals seem to like it better yeah. than being outside. But yeah, I don't think it's been that cold. And uh, there's only been uh, two winters I've had here that actually had a bit of snow but then again it's not really that cold when it does snow so right right anyway let's get on to the next question okay man uh next question has coming from a guy named kevin and he writes uh do you re- recommend using a recruiter to find a job here in korea uh, and can you trust them all right uh in my personal experience i had a really good recruiter the first time i came here um, as far as the first time you come to Korea, I would recommend a recruiter because they, uh, they know, um, the ins and outs of what the job needs 
and they're good with working with the uh, the the school that you could be working with. So they're also probably going to speak Korean and English, um, and that would be a beneficial tool when finding a, a really good job. So in my in my mind, I would recommend a recruiter. How about you, Scotty? Yeah, we kind of got into this in, I think, like our third or fourth episode of the podcast. Somebody kind of wrote a question or emailed a question about this. Yeah. And... Yeah, maybe your first time coming here is not a bad idea. Just keep in mind that they are selling the school to you, whether it's good or not. So always try to find a way or get in contact with somebody that's worked at the school. It's a lot easier these days with Facebook and other social media and you know, find yeah. out find out from somebody that's worked actually worked at the school that they're talking about. Otherwise they just want to get you here, get you you know, set and most recruiters kind of just leave you once you're here and there. And, you know, once you're here and at the school and ready to teach, they don't bother with you that much, which is fine. But, uh, yeah, just, uh, do a little research on your own regarding the school they're offering you. And I would also recommend for anyone, at least that's coming to Changwon, I would recommend, uh, uh, there's a Facebook page called, Changwon expats that's e-x-p-a-t-s it doesn't hurt to just uh you know request uh to to join the group and then send out a shout out to to everybody say hey you know you're thinking about coming to korea you know you've heard about this job um can anybody send me a pm and, and tell me what it's like or what you've heard about it um because it's you, you want the teachers that are here to 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 actually give the he- the thumbs up the thumbs down to the schools you don't really want the recruiters to do it because like you said scott they're they're trying to sell the school so you want to do your research if you're going to another part of uh korea i know that there's some of the neighboring cities they all have facebook pages yeah i imagine any of the cities here have a whatever city expats type you know group or page on facebook so yeah just, and and just you know just out. Try to keep um, anything when you're talking about schools. Try to keep that in the private message sector of your of your Facebook uh, dealings. Don't put anything on public pages because um, that's kind of a no no here in Korea. You don't want to you don't want to publicly shame anybody, even if they deserve it here, because it's a uh, kind of a, uh, a taboo thing. So do everything you can in the privacy of your own uh, Facebook space. All right, and our next question we have a Stefan who writes. Do you think it's better having a scooter or a car in Korea? Or do you think it's just just using the bus is the best way of getting around? All right. So, oh, okay. So, Scott. For ahead. me, I don't like using any of those three. You know, uh, I know a lot of people that have scooters or motorbikes over the years. And uh, one thing I found in common is that with a scooter or motorbike, especially people that have used them for a while, they at least have once gotten some type of accident with them. Some not so serious, some serious. They're definitely better than cars for parking. I mean, cars are, you know, better for taking people with you or, you know, packing things or getting around, but parking sucks here. And so does the traffic. Yeah. So, I have had a car my second year here, 
But for me, yeah, I hate buses, so I don't take to, you know, I don't take any type of bus when I don't have to. So I'm a taxi yeah. guy. Yeah. So there, there's actually one. There's one there that we haven't mentioned, um, which is a Nubija. Yeah. Uh, Nubija is like twelve twelve dollars or twelve thousand won a year. Right. Um, it's very easy to get a pass, and there's places a Nubija is basically public bikes, bicycles. They're set up at all of the bus stops around the city. Uh, all you have to do is you get in, you scan your card, and you're able to take out a bike and then ride it to another Nubija place and, and drop the bike off there. And when you when you get out of wherever you're going, you can do the same thing on the way back. Um, or not. I have taken, just leave it. You can just or leave, leave it, it wherever. Yeah. I, I, I know that if you keep it out longer than a few hours, they do charge your card. Um but I don't think anybody, you know, goes for a, a nine-hour Nubija ride around around Korea. So uh, I think anybody that takes a short trip here or there is, is okay. And um, you're, you're a car owner. How's it getting around? Uh, I am a car owner. Um, I have taken the bus. I have taken a car, and I have taken uh, a bicycle. Um, I've never taken a motorbike, but oh, I, I did have a motorbike. No, but the, honestly, the motorbike scared the shit out of me because. Koreans are not the best drivers in the world, so a lot of times they don't they're on their phones when they're driving or they're playing on their phones when they're driving or they're even watching TV when they're driving, so they really don't have spatial awareness. So it's really easy to get into sort of a, uh, an accident on a motorbike. As far as a car goes, man, if you're able to find a cheap car like a lot of a lot of foreigners that are in and out of Korea, I mean, the going rate on a car is about a thousand U.S. dollars or about a million won. I would go with that. I mean, to get insurance is pretty easy. You need to have a valid driver's license or an international license if you're going to drive in Korea, which international driving permits are acceptable here. Uh, I would go with that because uh, it's great to just take uh, take the my car down to the to the river and go to the beach, uh, on the river or, um, you know, go climbing, uh, during the summertime just to have the freedom to get out and get around is, is just, is just great. So in my opinion, um, to buy a cheap car would be the way to go. And for me, I don't think I'd recommend any of them unless you've got somewhere that you have to get to every day on a regular basis. That's not close to your home or the area you live in. So other than that, you know, for myself, I don't have or use any of those. <clears throat> I don't go out as much as often as I used to, but yeah, I just prefer to take taxi when I do go out. And how about one more question? Okay, let me find a good one here. Okay, here, here's one. Uh, a girl named Pam, she writes, uh, I'm planning to move to Korea in the next couple months and was wondering just how safe it is in South Korea in terms of crime or violence compared to other countries? Should I be worried about pickpocketers? And the answer to your question is, it is so safe you wouldn't even believe it. You could leave your cell phone sitting at the table of a McDonald's, walk away from an hour, and then come back and your cell phone will still be sitting there. I don't think that there is any sort of violent crime that has ever happened towards any foreigners uh, and if there has, um, there it's has, been a, we just don't know about uh, it. yeah, it's just a rare, a rare occurrence. It doesn't happen here in this city, at least. I mean, you'll get an occasional you know, fist fight with some, you know, you'll see a couple of Korean guys fist fight, 
But one thing you, you know should know is uh, here in Korea, never ever hit anybody first because uh, people want to sue. They're sue happy when it comes to that. That's called um, blood money. Yeah. So people here don't even really fight because they don't want the chance of having to pay. So I would say that you sh- your worries, uh, Pam, about uh, coming here to Korea about violence or crime, you're not gonna you're not gonna experience anything. And you, and if you do, it'll be the bare minimum. You might see a fist fight once or twice, but that's right. it. Yeah, I pretty much feel the same way. It's pretty safe regardless of wherever. There's not like any kind of street or alley that I'm scared to walk down or anything like that. I did have my house broken into one year and a few things stolen out of it. But uh, I didn't even realize until three or four days after the fact. Yeah, and that's... I was kind of just lying there and I looked over at my computer and I was like, hey, where's my monitor? (laughs) <laughs> and stuff like that and then <clears throat> i kind of looked around and my video camera was gone and some money and some jewelry and uh, you know some other things and i was like hey somebody came into my house and took it that's kind of uh, that that that's the pretty much i mean theft is is um it happens with uh one room apartments around here like a lot of times it, it is basically high school kids high school kids go around in a group and they they go and they try and open your door, and if uh, your door is unlocked, then they'll, you know, go in. So just yeah. lock your doors. You know, locks the, keep honest people out, right? The, the guy that came into my house was in his twenties, and uh, anyway, I re- oh, kn- I reported it, and uh, they caught the guy within five days or so. Oh, you know who did it? You? Uh, yeah. Did, well, I didn't know him, but uh, did you get your stuff back? I got everything back, but the monitor. So the family just bought me a new one. Which family? The family that the family that, of the guy that stole. The oh stuff yeah, okay. Which right, was yeah, an yeah. odd experience, you know. I had to go down to the police station, and his entire family were there crying at my feet because it was up to me what the punishment was, basically. Uh, so what'd you give him? Nothing. I said, no, "Don't worry about it. Just let him out." The last thing I want <laughs> is, you know, some Korean family out to get me or anything like that. You know. Yeah, but I think I think it, you did the right thing because uh, you know everybody makes mistakes and everyone it, tries it was to do. His first time, I got everything back, so whatever. I got stuff. Yeah. I got stuff back. I didn't even know that was missing. Right, right, right. So, but uh, yeah. Anyway, crime wise, it's I, I feel safe wherever I go. The only thing I've gotten is you know the odd bad look maybe throughout the years. So anyway, that's. Uh, yeah, that was, let's say that was the last question. So uh, anybody that does have questions or anything you'd like to know, just remember that you can get in contact with us. Just send us an email at the Changwaner or podcast at com. So send us an email. We'll, we'll be doing this again in coming shows, I'm sure. Yeah, and if you like the new content that we have or you wish we had the old contact back, just send us an email and let us know how we're doing. Uh, we do this show for you guys, so uh, we want to make sure that you guys are happy with what we we have for you. All right, and uh, we're going to do something else quick here with something we're going to call Issues. Issues, man. Issues. We've got issues on the Chog Warner Podcast. All right, so we have Issues. 
which is uh, a part of the show that we're going to look at some issues that we may have about Korea and how we think that could be fixed or, uh, you know, just some daily things that things that we think that could be changed here. So what's the first one we're going to look at? Uh, let's see here. There's one thing that is an issue for a lot of people that come to Korea. And as we call it, the Bali Bali sickness. Scott, what is the Bali Bali sickness? It's just everybody being in a rush, basically, here. You know, if you're in a corner store, a lot of people have been in the corner store and, you know, some older Korean man or somebody comes in and just kind of cuts in front of you while you're at the counter. Or getting on an elevator, you know, or getting off an elevator, you know, you're going down, you're getting off the elevator and people are trying to get in before you get off the elevator. Stuff like that. I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but I don't think I've ever seen a Korean woman walk in public. They're always seem to shuffle run or, you know, faster than a, a stride. They, they're, they get in there. So, uh, Scott, I don't know. What's your take on it? Uh, I think it's just part of the whole country kind of rapidly growing in the past 20 years. You know, everything, the economy, everything just rapidly growing into what it's become. And a part of it also, I believe, is the age factor, you know, like especially older older Koreans just feel uh, in terms of like getting on elevators or cutting in front of you in line. It's just usually because they're they're older they're possibly maybe had a few drinks, which is not a big deal. But yeah, it's, I've had so many uh, older Korean men just walk into the store and ask for cigarettes while I'm buying something. But at the end of the day, I don't really care. You know, it might it might suck for driving. You know, it sucked when I used to drive here. Everybody in a rush. You know, I can see the road rage going rapid here, but. Yeah, it's a good thing they don't have guns here. <laughs> the road rage—I mean, that's that's pretty much uh, on the road. You're right. The Bali Bali sickness is uh, is here and, and and here to stay. It feels like um, my take on it. Yeah, I think um, I think that they have been given, like you said, this rapid expansion and this rapid growth here in Korea with everything that's come up, especially with uh, the apartments and the. The businesses and the economy seems to be doing well. As my my wife, uh, she said that she didn't eat beef until 1988. Growing up, they didn't have it because Korea, up until about the time the Olympics came here, which was in 1988 for the Seoul Olympics, the country was in a bit of a of a impoverished state. So, I think they're just going through a, a, a normal progression of uh of societal growth i think all countries have had the same sort of uh the same sort of dealings with it but i mean there's different factors i mean korea is such a crowded place you know to get from one side of the city to the other side of the city might take an hour Mm. so you've got to you've got to figure on once you get to the other side of the city you're already late so you know, being on time here is such an important thing, and they 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 don't ever want to be the not on time. But they also pack so many things into the day. Like kids, they have four and five hagwons, four and five like academies that they go to with math mm-hmm. and science and taekwondo and piano and art, music. You know, it's just 
it's just a lot for them. And I think they are just going through um, the the freedom of being able to do whatever they want to. Because now that they have now the Koreans have money, they want to do everything. So I yeah, think I they're. I don't know. Uh, there's also what I've call Korean time. You know, in terms of meeting people, a lot of Koreans tend to be late. So if they say like eight o'clock, they show up at eight thirty. You know, that's kind of Korean time. Uh, like I don't half, know half hour I, difference. I don't know. I've I've never not for classes or something important. I'm just saying maybe I'm not that important. So, uh. but uh, anyway, I don't really uh. think it's a big issue. You know, like uh. It's, it's definitely it's definitely older generations, and I find younger people younger than me anyway. I don't have any of that problem with younger like kids in their or kids people in their twenties and unique kids and that don't seem to be as much of a rush. You know, things will change. Right. You know, it's it's not an issue. I can see it driving some foreigners nuts, but to me, it's not you know, wherever you're from. Just keep that right. in mind, you know, when you get off the plane, leave some of your logic on the plane, and it's not America, it's not Canada, it's not wherever you're from, it's Korea. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just different, right? Wrong. Yeah, it's just different. Yeah, there you go, it's it's just different. I mean, the you know, America is such a spread out city, and it's just a little bit more relaxed, you know, there's things that you're going to deal with here that you don't deal with back home, like the proximity issue, you're going to be, you're going to be, you know, somebody's going to be breathing down your neck literally on the bus, and you're going right. to be in a place where you, the elevator is so crowded because everyone's trying to get on and get off, like you said. So there's some yeah. things you just got to you, you got to get used to, and you got to, like you said, it, say that you're not in these countries. So it's best to just try to come with an open mind and, and keep your mind open while you're here. All right. All right, so let's get into uh, what's coming up this coming week in Korea and Changwon. Bang! It's your local events list for Changwon City. Get your ass out the chair, and we'll see you there. All right, so coming up this week in Changwon, there's nothing quite special coming up. It's, again, the Lunar New Year, so we have a few days of holiday, which means there's a lot of people out of town. So uh, over at O'Brien's, they always have their Taco Tuesdays, which, you know, they usually have something new on the menu. Yeah, tonight's guacamole. Guacamole. 3,001. Oh, I see. And, uh, yeah, so Taco Tuesdays at O'Brien's, they've got their stuff at the Mini Mart. Uh, Next Bar. Next Bar has, you know, a different pizza every month, as well as a different draft beer, I believe, on tap. Yeah, the Mexican pizza is uh, I think it's better than the barbecue chicken of last month. The Mexican pizza, it's got cilantro and uh, the jalapeno peppers in it and sour cream. Oh, it's 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 tasty. Yeah, I haven't tried it yet. I, I have. It's a little spicy, oh, spicy for me. So, yeah, it's it's a bit spicy. It is a bit spicy. But for me, I mean, uh, I had a friend that tried a piece and she said that her mouth was on fire. But I I thought it was, um, you know, mild for me for spice. All right. And, uh, yeah, there's, again, just check out every Friday on Facebook or on our website, and I'll have what's coming up, you know, in this weekend coming up and whatever's going on. usually don't find out until Thursday or Friday, so 
There's a uh, yoga stuff at Yoga Bridge. Some things at Monster Bar. Biscotchis usually have something, but it's usually not posted until the day that it's happening. So we'll see. There'll be something coming up. Uh, you know, January, February is usually a quiet time. So right, right. The weather's starting to get warmer here, so it's actually been uh, quite nice these last few days. Yeah, today was good. Today was good. It was nice. I walked a lot today. And, uh, yeah, some movies that might be opening. We've got Deadpool coming up in a week or two. It's actually coming out a week later than back in the States, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll see how that is. But uh, I'm I'm still being in line to see it the first night. That's going to be good. And we've got Gods of Egypt coming out. Kung Fu Panda 3 is out now, I believe. Yeah. Well, as always, uh, Wong is doing uh, Hello Asia's Buffet on Friday night. I believe it starts from 5 to 9. 5 to 9.30, is it? Probably 5 to 9, 9.30? 5 to 9.30, I believe, or 5.30. Okay. And then uh, on Saturday nights, he's doing the Taj Mahal Buffet, which is 5 to 9.30 as well. And cheap price. I mean, 13,000 won for an all-you-can-eat buffet of, of, uh, of, of Asian food uh, or Indian food. It's, it's a pretty good deal. So anyway, that's what's coming up in Changwon this coming week. Now we're going to get into something that we're going to call our top five. It's the Changwon or top five. What's going to make the list this week? So it's time for the Changwon or Top 5, where both of us will give our rankings on a topic, and then we'll figure out, you know, what fits where to make a final Top 5 result. So today we're going to look at our Top 5 things that we liked about BK House the most, considering that it just closed down. So kind of what we're going to miss about BK House. I can name a, a few things off the top of my head. I'm just trying to figure out ranking-wise. It's always All easier right. to go from one to five, but I'm trying to start with my fifth. You want to go the top, 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 the the, the fifth thing, or the or are you going to go backwards? Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, let's try going backwards. Oh, that's hard. Okay, let me see. Let me reverse my list here. Um, I would think that the number five thing would be BK's breakfast burritos. Okay. For me, I'm going to put at number five, the bell. Ah, uh, the bell. Okay. The bell. Uh, the bell is something f- people would ring and would have to buy everybody a drink or a shot for those. And BK know. loved ringing that bell, didn't she? And she got other people to ring the bell as well. Yeah. Um, I would say number four would be playing darts. Okay. Hmm, I didn't even have that one on my list, so it's not... Yeah, darts. For me, number four was kind of the location, the first floor. I liked the outdoor balcony area. Or for people that did smoke, you know, it was just convenient, so I liked the outdoor area at BK's. Yeah, yeah. I I, I put that one a little higher on my list, but uh, number three, I would say the ability to play your own music. Whatever you want to play, you can play on the uh, on the computer. Okay, that one didn't make my list. So, uh, for me, the third one was the people that went there. So it was just kind of the regular crowd. Every you know, whatever local Changwaners that went there. Most of the people went in there, got along with, it, and got to know well. So, for me, it was the the visitors of BK House. 
Okay. Uh, number two, I would say the balcony for me. All right. So the balcony, balcony which was I great. had at number four. And number two for me was the food in general. You know, there's I, I liked pretty much, definitely like the hot dogs. I'm going to miss those. I'm going to find somebody to cook those for me now. <laughs> but just the food in general I had at number two. Yeah. Yeah. And the number one, um, I would say people, <laughs> the people that go there, uh, especially I'm, I'm going to miss BK. Uh, but, you know, not, not to say that I'm not going to see her, but not in the same capacity as we had is with BK House. Right. Actually, number one, that was my number one answer. I had actually BK herself. Yeah. So she always made it kind of friendly there and uh, was always very helpful and you know, gave us access to the place for podcast and right. Yeah. So I had, uh, one BK, so I, I'd say a, a close fifth in my list would be UFC, UFC Sundays, UFC Sundays. Yeah. Yeah. That would, that would, that would have been tied for the breakfast burrito, I think. So, uh, let's see if we can come up with a mutual top five here. So Let's start again from number one this time. Let's go down because it's easier. So you said people or BK. Yeah, let's go like BK. You're can, number I one, can, number I one. I can put people in there. I had people at number three. So we'll say people mm. and BK. Okay. Number one. Number one, people and BK. Yeah. Number two, you had you had the balcony. I had the balcony, number two. I had the food. I had the balcony at number four yeah 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 the balcony number four that's that's pretty low so how about we go in the middle there and make that number three all right so number two then two then is there something mm. else we both agreed on uh, uh you said music we had darts I'll, I'll go with darts i didn't even think of the darts darts at number, number two i don't know about number two but Let's make darts, darts, darts slash music. How about activities? You know, picking your own music, uh, darts. We'll put that at number four. Okay. All right. Darts, music, four. Yeah. So number two, we still got to make a, a number two that's uh, mutual. How about the food? Food is the only thing that we both said that's left in common. Like you said, the burrito. I said yeah, the food I said the burrito. General, so. All right. Number two, number two, we'll make it food. So people... Food, uh, three, what's the balcony? Uh, so Darts. people, food, location, activities, and number five, number five, Red Rock, Red Rock. I said the bell, number just, five. I'll go with the I'll, how about just tr- drinking, just, just drinks. Drinking. Bell means dr- bell means drinks, uh, Red Rock means drinks. So just kind of the atmosphere of the place then, right? The drinking atmosphere. Yeah, sure. It was yeah, a, yeah, yeah. It was a small, kind of a small bar. Cozy, yeah. Cozy little place, you know. I'd say it was the smallest of the foreigner bars here. But, yeah, in some ways it was just a lot more comfortable that way. Yeah, like Biscacci is bigger than than uh, I, uh, than, than the BK's, but it's a different kind of bar. It's like a kind of techno kind of dance feeling you know um bk is more like a like, kind of like a family style pub or mm-hmm. yeah more like a more like a homie all right so then that's our top five 
for this week, which was the top five things that we liked most about BK House now that it's closed. So number one, we had BK and the people that went there. Number two, we had the food that was offered at BK House. Three, we had the first floor location with the balcony, you know, the outside access. Four, we had darts, music, and, you know, what other activities that went on there. There's some parties, too, that were quite fun that she put on or BK's house put on. Yeah, and, the, 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 the murder mystery was probably the by far the best party at the bars I've ever been to. Right. And five, we just kind of had the drinking atmosphere of the place, the cozy, you know, kind of like a small version of Cheers, you know. Anybody that yeah, walked right. in that place, almost anybody knew, and everybody was welcome there. So it's definitely a place that'll be missed. So anyway, that's going to be our show for this week. So uh, always remember, if you have any types of questions, recommendations, anything like that, you know, we're going to start doing questions more on the podcast. So anything you want to get in touch with us, just email us at podcast.changwaner.com. And D, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, D at changwaner.com. That's D-E-E at changwater.com, right. not just the letter D. Everybody always asks me, what does D stand for? D stands for D, motherfuckers. Yeah, so all small letters, too. And I'm Scott at changwater.com. And, uh, I, am, yeah. I, am, I am D at changwater.com. All right. And, uh, right. <laughs> yeah, so, and hopefully in the next podcast, hopefully next week, we're going to have some bigger news on a couple things, maybe an event coming up and uh, hopefully a home for our podcast. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, uh, Skype, Skype podcasts are pretty cool, but uh, I miss, I miss the, the body language cues. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely get some more guests on, too. Yeah. Once, once we have a, a local permanent place to do it. Permanent place, more like a, it's going to turn out to be a hangout spot, it sounds like, too. Yeah. So anyway, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we're glad that you are with us. To anybody outside of Changwon or outside of Korea, hope this uh, information has helped. Anybody inside Korea, we will see you out and about, if not here, somewhere else. It is the year of the monkeys, so let's all swing to eat some bananas and have a good time. So we are out for this week. Thanks a lot. Thanks for tuning in to the Changwana Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.